conversations around good. Yo, we talking. The conversations around good. Yo, yo, we talking. Yo. Conversations, conversations, conversations around the good. Oh my heavens, I am so excited for you to hear this snippet today with the legend Derek Sire. He's sharing a story about how his dad showed him to lead others, how he trained him up and turned the driver's seat over to him. Make sure you come back on Friday to catch the entire episode. I laughed so hard in this one. I also cried, so it's a great one. Enjoy. Give us your 30-second shout-out, your motivational, what do you want to leave people with? Because we've oh. talked about a lot of motivating things. Yeah. So if you, what, what do you, what's your thing? Yeah, I uh, remember my dad growing up, and I have a bunch of dad stories. 30 seconds. No, 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 not 30 seconds. You take whatever you want. Oh, I, I, was gonna, I want I was dad gonna, stories. I was going to fly. Yeah. I, I remember my dad uh, driving up and down the north side of Tulsa, just 55th, 56th Street, 55th, 54th. He had this big red truck driving up and down the street. Hum, hum. Kids would come flooding out of the house. They'd jump in the back of the truck, and he would drop them off in the community center. And whenever mm-hmm. they came out, they had their siblings with them. Or, yeah. Uh, they had a bag of clothes with them or whatever it was. But when they got to the community center, um, dad, uh, they had food up there. They would help wash their clothes and they would teach them some sort of skill or sport or something. And I remember uh, at the end of the night, dad would go back 56. They would jump out the car, jump out the car, go home. 55th, 54th, 52nd, 53rd, 51st, all the way up to the park. And I remember one day uh, we, would, uh, we, we sat in the driveway and my dad was like, one day this is going to be you. Like you're going to be driving the truck. Hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm just a kid. And I'm like, nah. Like, How old were you? I was probably about 13, 14, 15. And uh, I remember coming out one day. And uh, and he was sitting in the passenger seat after I got my license. And he was like, let's go. And I was like, man. You're driving the truck. I'm driving the truck. And I think of how important and how symbolic that is. Because right now in our communities, there are people that are driving different narratives and there are people that are driving different initiatives and are driving different things. And we're not going to live forever. And so this concept of who's in the passenger seat mm. has to become more of a conversation. Mm-mm. We have to start putting people in the passenger seat to see how things are done so that when we're done driving and it's their turn, there is no gap, there's no delay, there's no pause in what we built. Hmm. And that doesn't happen with finances. It doesn't happen with marriage, it doesn't happen with parenting, it doesn't happen with edu- education. It's almost like every generation wants the next generation to find their own way. And while there is some merit to it, there's also value in the transition from one to another. You know, uh, when we just had the transition of one president to another it's customary to welcome and transition and that's happened for years for decades right it's happened and to let a personal preference 
get in the way of something that is pretty vital, not only an operational transition, but a uh, symbolic transition to the people. We're Hamilton fans, and there he's saying we have to teach them how to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. We have to teach them how to say goodbye. Like this, America is going to be this place where transition is embraced across the street or across the, the ocean. The king was saying, wait, he's voluntarily leaving. I didn't know you could do that. Who's next? John Adams. Good luck. You know, like he's just <laughs> kind of going through this. But I think, I think my dad sitting me in the passenger seat, showing me how to go up and down the street, how to honk the horn, how to feed, feed the kids, how to wash their clothes, how to teach a sport. That's something that I learned at 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And so the transition when I'm 18, 19, 20 was not difficult. Mm-hmm. The transition to mentorship and working with kids and families was not difficult. Mm-hmm. Imagine what happens if I don't get that at that age. Imagine trying to be a father and you've never seen what a father does. Imagine trying to be a husband and, a, and you've never seen what a husband does. Imagine trying to run a home or a business or save money or study or sleep or eat well, or be a community member, or vote, or imagine trying to do all those different things when you haven't spent time in the passenger seat. Mm. So, my cry to the world, if you are learning how to do something, there should also be somebody with you learning the exact same thing. Mm. Dad, take your kid with you, right? Husband, right? Take your kid with you. Find yourself in a community where people are doing something similar. Because if we find ourselves on our own learning it and we're not passing it on that's unsustainable mm-hmm. i can't imagine spacecraft like discovering something or spacex and then they're like no we're not sharing it with nasa and then everybody dies and nasa's like well how'd they do that like, we don't know well, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you know i think it's i think it's it's a that's a tragedy that we we don't share information that we don't share experiences that we feel like we have if, if i keep it to myself or if I only share it with a select few people, we don't we we don't understand the impact that it has when everybody doesn't know how to do it. Hmm. Do you do you listen to Elon Musk mm-hmm. at all? Mm-hmm. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, I listened to that. Yeah, and he was talking about this uh, the the putting the, the chip in the brain. Yes, he uh, yeah, and and merging the two. Right? How do yeah. we? Because he was like, we already have phones; they're just an extension of our brains. Yeah, and it's already there. It's like, but how do we? connect them together and joe was like it's going to be a race of superhumans he was like well not true because the way that i use my phone is different than the way you use your phone Mm -hmm. right it would speed up the process but it's definitely based on the person on how they use it and i think it's the same that these resources that that are available some people know how to get them other people don't Mm -hmm. the resources that are available some people know how to get them right and use them and other people don't and i think it's just a shame that people don't know how and that information isn't readily available. And some people will say that it is readily available. Mm-hmm. But it's like, eh. I think the best way to do it is having conversations, sitting across the table, porch time, putting somebody in the passenger seat, and building that relationship so that it's easily transferable. I went on a whole rant. No, I love it. I'm super passionate about that, though. I love that. Yeah, I love the passenger seat analogy. That's great. So... If you enjoyed this snippet of good, stay tuned for the entire Conversation Around Good episode that drops on Friday. Don't forget to like, share, tag, and to give a podcast review. 
Shout out to our sponsor, Strategic Hype, and her word branding genius, Hype Kits, and Plenty Mercantile's local sustainable lifestyle stores. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss inspiring stories of good. Now, get out there and do good.